Welcome back to another episode of Bigger Than Goals Podcast with your boy Sean Shug Amos. Today we have a special guest, an artist, um, my man, Mr. Save It For Me, <laughs> Khalil Simplis, man. man. Thank you for coming on, brother. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, bro. How you been, man? I've been good, bro. Can't complain. You, you, you've been busy. Yeah. I see. Uh, yeah, you yeah. go to Roy Woods yeah, yeah. In, uh, in, in November. Yeah. Uh, Open up for him. How was that? It was, man. It was, um, if I could describe it, like it was... For me, it was kind of life-changing, inspiring, motivating in a sense that, like, I've done a lot of shows, like Peppermint Club, you know, smaller venues, but to, mm -hmm. like, you know, open up for an artist that is, you know, that big and had, it was like a crowd of a thousand people. So for me, that like was Nova the Center, right? Was it Nova Center? Yeah, the yeah. Novo. So for me, it was, it was really motivating, man, honestly, to, like, you know, I've had dreams of, it, like, you know, having crowds like that. So just taking that stepping stone and for me, like, noting, oh, yeah, I belong up here. And was that the biggest, was it the biggest, uh, sure, yeah. really? How'd you, how'd you prepare for it? Were you a little nervous? Be, be you know, it's funny. For this show, I try not to even think about it too much. Like, all my homies were excited. Of course, I was excited, but I tried to remain a little stoic about it just because, like, I don't know. I, I was like, let me take that approach. Let me not think about it too much because if I get into my own head, I don't want to mess up words. And it was my first time, you know, because I've had some engineering problems, I've, I haven't been able to do performances without my backtrack you know what i'm saying mm. so this one i was able to do it you know straight you know raw vocals and stuff like that so for me it was it was dope man i had a blast it was fun and again it was just really motivating oh bro yeah. so when, what so when did you start right like when did you start music when did at what point would you say all right i love music because mm. you play basketball too right 100%, yeah. um so what part did you say like okay i love music i want to stick with the music thing i'm all in um so I'll give you the long-winded answer, man. So do your thing, bro. We you on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is really cool. <clears throat> but um, for me, it was... So I, I was uh, supposed to go to uh, New Mexico State out of high school. Like, okay. So I graduated 2015, so I was supposed to go there. Um, But after my senior year ended, like right before I was supposed to leave for school, I had found out that both of my labrums were completely torn. So like the injury that Ja got, that he's out the rest what, of the what season. Well. Um, just subluxation over time, man. My really? shoulders would, like, slip in and out, but they'd be fine. Like, it wouldn't, like, stay out. You know what I mean? Got but you. as much shoulder strengthening as I tried to do, they would just, it would just happen. So I think over time, I just woke up one morning and really couldn't lift my arm. So it was kind of like a godly thing. I had to play the tournament that weekend. was going crazy. Like, I was hooping, you know, and then I just woke up and was like, oh, this is serious. Because I was hurt in high school. You know, I had some serious injuries in high school, too. So... I went through that process. My my insurance that I had at the time wouldn't even cover it, so I thought I was basketball was done. So I started, you know, trying to find other things. Was driving homies to their studio sessions, and just you know, I wasn't ever involved in music like that. Um, and so throughout this time period, so 2015 to 2016, I finally got my shoulders taken care of. Uh, December of 2015 was my first one. January 2016. Damn. Yeah. So I went through the rehab process. Obviously, worked my ass off to get back into shape. All these things. Funny, though, mid-season for college basketball, my coach left New Mexico State that I was committed to. Mm -hmm. And I only had a relationship with the head coach. His name was Marvin Menzies. Mm -hmm. And he went over to UNLV mid-year. So I'm thinking, damn, that's a bigger program. Of course, I believe in myself that I can play yeah. there. Um, but I wasn't hearing from him. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to just give him some time, you know, let things figure itself out. And he ended up giving me a call. I was like, yo, how's rehab going? Um, you know, I want you to come visit the campus in May, see how you like it. I still want you to follow me if you're comfortable with that. He's like, mm -hmm. I can leave you in New Mexico State, but I was like, I don't really have relationships with any of the coaches, and then right. they were probably going to clean house anyways. So I ended up like going, supposed to go to UNLV 2016. So I go out there, I'm playing with the team, going crazy, um, and just having fun in Vegas. You know, I just went on a trip and then came back home, and I played in one of my dad's runs. Mm -hmm. I, re I retore my shoulder in the run. 
my right shoulder. So a month went you by. You can't catch a break now. No, nah, I couldn't Shit. catch a break. So all that rehab and all that time, um, yeah, so I retore this one, and the doctor was like, I can't even see on the MRI to the extent of it. So you wait a month, we get the surgery, and you'll know when you wake up. It's real dramatic. Like, you'll know when you wake up, whether you're out eight months or a couple weeks. So I really told myself, like, if I'm out another, like, eight months, I think I'm going to just put the basketball down. Because during this whole time, I'm finding other things. I'm, like, finding myself outside of basketball. Like, obviously, I was going through some dark times because, you right. know, you're, like, that's your whole life. You know what I'm saying? So just figuring myself out really as a, as a person and a man at that time. And I found music. And I've always, I wrote poetry to, like, you know, to try to heal myself through those times. I started mm -hmm. writing poetry. And I obviously, I, I mean, not obviously, but my mom named me after a poet, Khalil Gibran. Okay. So I felt like just God, you know, the way he was working was kind of just like trying to shift me that way. Yeah. And then I had to make a decision whether I, after I rehab this shoulder, it was like, am I going to go to a JUCO, do that whole shit for a year and then try to get back into D1? Mm -hmm. Or should I just take this music shit serious, you know? And that's everyone a tough, That's me, a tough decision. Right. Yeah. You know, my dad, I'm like, oh, my dad might not fuck, you know what I mean? Like, obviously he's my dad, so he will. But at the time you're, you know, I'm younger. I'm not thinking like, man, you know, he's not going, whatever. So I had a meeting with him. He heard like two songs I did mad early. You know, he was Your like, dad. wow. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. But just so you know, his dad is a great trainer, great coach here right. in LA. Yeah. Um, Gar Whisper. So. Shout out to Gar Whisper. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, that's why he referred to his dad. Make sure you let his dad <laughs> yeah. down, man. But yeah. Oh, no, you go, go for it, man. No, yeah. But for those that know me and for those that know my father, like, you know how much work I put in. So, like, you know, for him to say, you know what, I see it. But obviously, he still wanted me to play basketball even for years. You know, I come back to the gym and I'd be killing all the players he's training but i'm looser because i'm like there's no ties for me i'm like done hooping you know in mm -hmm. my head so you know just just having fun with basketball after that but it led me into music and i really i made that decision to like pursue music instead of going back to the juco and, and figuring that out so i ended up not being didn't go to college mm -hmm. i took that risk i didn't go to college i took the i bet on myself and you know seven years later i'm here nice nice so uh seven years later you've definitely made some traction um you got some notoriety um, on shows like Swagger, yeah, um, Power, yeah, uh, there's another one too, right? There's one more show, I believe. Um, the hype on HBO Max. Okay, yeah, yeah, the hype. What was the process of getting your music on those type of shows? It was you. Like, I got lucky, man. I'm not gonna spill the beans on how it happened, but I just have a, I happen to have a, somebody I consider family that's a music supervisor. Uh, okay, important. So, um, being able to have that, you know, on on this level is it's huge. Cause I mean, but. But at the end of the day, you still had to do some work, though, because yeah. you, people had to pick it. Like nah, you said, the cast had to pick it. Um, and in addition to luck, you got to be prepared. So when luck means pre preparation, so you still deserve it. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing um, that I think we always get messed up. We always feel like we just got to get everything from the mud. We got to get everything. Right, 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 right. Everybody who we looking at at the top, they, they had help. Even yeah. in, even basketball players, bro. Get to the NBA, you're going to have... You need some people behind you right. to say, "Yo, he's a, he's a good NBA player." And you and that person might it might be another person better than him. Yeah. But if he don't got the people behind him, you know it ain't it ain't gonna work. So you came out, you just dropped the EP. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like it, bro. Thank you. Bro. I, like I appreciate it. you. Talk a lot of stuff about the girls. Bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk to you, man. What are they doing over here, man? How you? Oh man. man what's your, I I know uh, EP saving for me. Right. Right. Um, you. You got some tracks on there. You talking about you know girls breaking your heart? Talking about some crazy. Yeah, shit. talking about some kids, especially yeah. especially when um, what is it a rant? 
Yeah, that first, first one? line of the EP yeah, that, is crazy. That, that was powerful. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna, I mean, I, if you want to say it, you yeah. can say hey, it. But, that's what I'm here but, for, man. Uh, but yeah, man. So let, let me ask you, what's the best? Because we all go through it, right? right like right. through this journey, we all trying to um, do great things for ourselves, mm -hmm. great things for our family. Right. We, we meet a girl, woman, whatever, and, and there's a heartbreak. There's yeah. a heartbreak involved. What's the best way? What's the best way to get over a heartbreak? Do you are you, are you looking at these stories? Are you are you, uh, oh, are man. you apologizing? What you doing, brother? Man, so I'm not gonna lie. The, the Save It For Me EP was kind of a culmination of like a couple of situations. So I just turned it into one main story, you know. And there was definitely one person that was inspiring that. But I got I just got out of a seven year relationship. Oh, so oh, like man. yeah. So the Save It For Me was kind of about the person I met after that. You know what I oh, mean? Okay. And um, because, you know, you go through those things and it's just like, I'm just be authentic as fuck, you know, about it. Like, excuse my language, but. No, nah, go for it, know, bro. Oh, we yeah, we, we be, can cuss here. Oh, uh, say less, say less. No, I'm going to be authentic as I possibly can be. And that's the route I took with it. So, like, me and even Chris, you know, like, that's, that's, my, that's my, my best friend. That's somebody I really trust with their ears. So we're in the studio for weeks. Like, should I say this? I'm like, oh, no, my mom going to be hot. You know what I'm saying? Like. People are gonna, I don't know how people are gonna react. Obviously, I gotta see kids at the gym every day, but I obviously can't think about that shit. But like, yeah, I took that risk and a lot of people actually fucked with it. But I know it's crazy and I felt like, okay, if I open up an EP with that line, it's gonna draw people in like, what the yeah, fuck man. is she talking about? Yeah, you know she, what I'm saying? Like, I hope she don't let nobody else do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like that's an intimate little connection, but I mean, it happens, you know, but um, it just established a storyline, you know, and I, I love telling stories, so. That's how I formed that EP. I was just like, man, I got some songs that like make a story, and this is actually, you know, uh, uh, it happened. So, but again, I get over a heartbreak, man. I'm I'm getting over one now, like with my seven year, you know, relationship. Yeah. So, you know, it's um, are you in the gym more? You, yeah, I know what I go through, it, bro. <laughs> I, I'm in the gym where I box yeah. a little bit, so you gotta get that. Anger uh, yeah, bro. I'm, I might because I, I do the sparring too with boxing. Yeah. So I'm like, I might hit somebody hard. No, man, but I, I, um, I feel like, yeah, just pouring into it, it forces you to pour more into yourself. And obviously, you know, after being in a relationship for that long, you develop a little codependence in certain areas. So mm. even uh, subconsciously you do. So I feel like what I've been realizing the last couple of months that I've, you know, been alone, I've li living alone um is wow you know you got to really put more in i got to find myself again you know yeah and it's a kind of like you know life is a constant evolution it usually make you stronger though it yeah make yeah, you stronger, yeah. You start i love it yourself. man I'm, I'm excited because i feel like it's the energy shifting into the new year that i wanted and yeah. just really focus all on me and pouring to me and i think that's what caused it too I, i'm so hyper focused on my goals and like i always tell her like yo you're not buying my mama mansion no matter how much i love you like you're not gonna do that i right. am you know so it's like I'm gonna I'm I'm in a I'm in a point in my life where I gotta put all into me, you know, and mm -hmm. so I chose music over my relationship and that's somebody I still do love and care about, you mm -hmm. know. Um and her, you know, but it's it's cordial too. It's not hate, you know. I think yeah. we both needed to grow. We gotta normalize that. Yeah, we gotta start normalizing when it's over. Yeah, it could be we cordial. Don't, don't gotta be hate. You don't want to walk away with with spite on your heart. You know, right. sometimes it, it it happens because one person's not mature enough. You know, and mm -hmm. that's just the the nature of it. But I'm glad that we're you know we've been together. So our families were intertwined. So it's like yeah. still gonna be love there. So, um, but yeah, I've just been putting pouring more into myself, man, and just putting all my time into me and enjoying that shit, you know, reading more books, getting back on my creative discipline and just being more disciplined. I, I liked a lot of discipline towards the tail end. So, gotcha. um, and it was a long, long tail end. So it that's felt good I, to, you know. That was my next question. That was a good, that's a good segue for me right there, that yeah. discipline part. Cause yeah. I know you, you're up and coming artists. Mm -hmm. You, you know, you, you performing people, the girls are going crazy, brother. They see, <laughs> they hear your song or, yeah, yeah. or the hottest shows. 
how do you what do you do for discipline to stay away from distractions and keep your focus on the music I feel like that's natural for me I'm not even gonna lie like mm -hmm. I've never been even when I was hooping I think that's you know think those that know me and my father you know how crazy he was when I mention this it's like I didn't go to parties in high school I didn't drink in high school uh, I didn't smoke I didn't do shit in high school like right. I was in the gym that's why yeah like I was probably I don't have many friends now because I was just so like you know in the gym um but it helps yeah and it helps so that that transition i've always kept that mentality so i feel like coming from that hoop you know grind because it really is life you know you got to treat life the same way you treat hoops so for I, me i always say that bro is yeah. hoop is sports in general is just yeah. a training ground for the real world how you 100%. how you prepare for sports is going to be how you prepare for, for everything life, anything mm -hmm. you know the way you approach that so um for me it was really it's really just being aware of when I'm lacking discipline because I'm conscious even when I'm making bad not bad decisions but like I'm making decisions I shouldn't as far as like if I'm eating a snack I shouldn't or like you know having yeah. a late night munchies like I'm aware but I just gotta be I gotta not have any off days with myself and I feel like I was having too many of those like you mm -hmm. know I show up to the gym or whatever and shit like that but I mean off days where I'm like disciplined with my self-care's routine and how I'm treating myself every day how I'm talking to myself what I'm in like digesting as far as mentally mm -hmm. and spiritually you know so just getting back disciplined on that, and I feel like I naturally just maintain that because I have to. I'm at a point. I'm at a point where I have to. Like I don't have room to not be disciplined right now. Right. Know? And you yeah. mentioned you read books. You need to help get back on. You know, get back on track. Yeah. Um. What? What? What's? Give me a, a good book. Give me a good book. And what book you reading now? I got you. So my favorite book uh, was is Mastery by Robert Greene. He wrote Forty Eight Laws of Power. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, he's one of my favorite authors, even on the Art of Seduction. But Mastery mm -hmm. is my favorite book. I read Art of Seduction to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the book I'm on, I actually started away Superior Man. I've had it for uh, a minute, but I never read it. Very good book. Yeah, very good. I actually read that about I want to say back in 2017. Change mm -hmm. your whole perspective right. on discipline when it comes to women. You start to discipline yourself. I feel like and understand <laughs> and understand why you have that lust or that feeling or that love, and you can kind yeah. of understand like you know where the power really lies at. Hundred percent. Learning to control that yin and yang and that balance. You know, not being too deep into either or. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? As far as like like you're saying. And that, and that matters so um, I mean the first <laughs> the first five six parts I was like yeah this book about to kick my ass like yeah. and not I, the reading part my fault but not the reading you know, part of it but more so just like oh I needed this because even when I pick up books every single time mm -hmm. it's, it's not even like oh I read the whole synopsis it's just like I'll the intuition will be like yo that one I'll be like alright pick it up and it's like fuck I needed to hear this right now this episode is brought to you by Goals Activewear Goals Activewear is a brand that focuses on basketball wear and attire Goals Activewear popular collection is score society that promotes elite mindsets for athletes and the everyday person. The best part about Goals Activewear is their clothes of quality and it does not shrink. This hoodie that I'm wearing right now is about a 14-ounce hoodie. Really good for the winter season, um, especially if you're done, getting done playing basketball, football, um, and you want something to keep you warm. Goals Activewear has a hoodie for you to take care of all your needs. If you're looking for a gift or you want to remind someone to keep an elite mindset, um, go check out GoalsActiveWear.com. Let's get back to the show. So, yeah. So we got books, got discipline. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to talk to you about uh, one of the lines in your EP. You, you, uh, there's a song on there. You talk about how she wasn't that, she ain't even that bad. 
Like, I, I wanted to ask you, brother. <laughs> like, because we all go through this. Right, we all right, get right. to that place. Yeah. We, we, we get this girl who ain't, you know, she, she pretty. She yeah. pretty, but she, you yeah, pretty. Yeah. What is it um, about them type of girls that, you know, keep mm. a guy attached, like, it's keep the, away from? It's who they are, man. I feel like it's the, it's the, not to be cliche, but it's really the energy. You yeah. know, and I, I feel like it's who they are, like, in their soul. Like, that's what I would tell this specific girl. I was like, and that's why it wasn't like she's ugly. It's like, yo, she's very pretty. Like, right. you know, somebody I could possibly see, you know, myself with, like, for mm -hmm. real. But it's like, I was tripping over you and you're not, like, the baddest on the planet. But in the sense where, like, yeah, I really fell in love with your soul. That's what kept me stuck. You know what I'm saying? It was like, damn, I bonded with you. Fuck the looks, for real. Like, I would tell her that, like, you know, not tell her, like, yo, you don't look good. I never say that. But, like, yo, I want you to know it's your soul that really caught my attention. It mm -hmm. wasn't anything else. It was like the shit, you know, these these different things. And, you know, you realize people are emotionally immature after a little bit. But, you know, um, that's what will draw you. I, and for me, that's what I focus on. I focus on if I can rock with you, you know? Mm -hmm. And because that matters, you know what I'm saying? I can't be with a girl that you can't have conversations with, you know, for yeah, and learn with. So, 100%. Yeah. so do you see yourself um, being a married, married a few years? Are we, are we, are we the biggest <laughs> artists? Are we the biggest <laughs> artists in a few years? Nah, man, after this seven years shit, I'm cool, man. I'm good on marriage for a minute. That. Like I'm, I'm going to get to where I need to be in life and then I'll settle down and I feel like, you know, um, but definitely down the line, I'm not, I don't feel like who I am at my core is I can be with a hella, I, I can't do that now. I can't talk to hella girls at one time. Like, yeah, it's just too much. I'm giving too much of energy out, you know? Um, so, Smart. yeah, I like, right now I've really just been locked in on myself. I ain't really been talking to nobody like that. So, right. um, and I need that. I just need to lock in. When you plan out, like when you plan out your goals and um, everything you want to do, mm -hmm. do you, are you a person who plan like a year, year out, five years out? Are you uh, living the present? Um, yeah, I'm probably in the present more so because I like, I, I, man, my mind be running so fast. Sometimes I get way too ahead of myself and it's mm -hmm. like, let me just lock it on the now and enjoy the now because I feel like I'll put, obviously I got my weekly goals, monthly goals in there. All right, what are my goals for this year? Like my main goal. So my main goal for 24, like music wise, uh, like 10 placements, you know what I'm saying? On shows, get to my goal weight that I want to get to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, have like eight to 10 different sources of income by the end of this year, you know what I'm Dope. saying? So those would be my year goals, and then I'll break that down on how I can accomplish that monthly, weekly, and then I got my day-by-day -day goals. So you, you write know? everything down? Yeah, I have like the whole, I got like a hella whiteboards. I'm a whiteboard dude, so I got like hella whiteboards, and on, I just got, you know, each shit on each one. That's so, what's up. Yeah, because yeah, that's what we like to talk about here on, on this podcast, because mm. um, we want to inspire people. And I think people, we all have goals, and we mm. all have dreams, but we don't really have, um, we all we don't find our way right. to get there without having strategy. Mm. You know, I think people lack strategy. Yeah. And we have a lot of we have a few guests on here. Well, it's episode twenty one, so uh, we had nineteen other guests on here, mm. and they <laughs> talked about they talked about different ways. Uh, we talked about um, like what they do when um, you know things is low, everything mm. ain't going the way it went. Um, some people meditate, some people work out. Mm -hmm. What's your strategy when? You know, you might not be, cause it, being an artist ain't easy, bro. You you always gotta have inspiration. You know, you gotta draw some inspiration. Sometimes you got writer's yeah. block. Uh, yeah. So how do you how do you go about your? You know, you had a little bonus. Shit, man, it's a daily practice, man. Cause it's like, like I say, like when you when I say like you gotta be delusional. I, I know, you know, we say that, but like you really are. You know what I'm saying? Like really putting in all this time 
and money and effort that you're just hoping a dream comes true. You know what I'm Facts. saying? So I think about that shit every day and I try not to think about age and shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's just a natural subconscious. So I think the best way for me that I do that I turn, uh, tune out those thoughts because they come every day, though. I'm not even going to lie. Like, they yeah, come every day. Of course. I definitely, so I, I'm a, I'm very heavy into like, you know, frequencies. Like I meditate to frequencies mm -hmm. and I fall asleep to affirmation, you know, YouTube, mm -hmm. eight hour, the eight hour joints. And, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I do I the dark sure. screen. We got to do the dark screen. When I, I used to do the same shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, the light being, I'll be fucking weird. Nah, yeah, I leave off. my phone on the side and I just have oh, my okay. phone running. Yeah, and I, have, and I just have it playing. Um, <clears throat> but I think just showing up for myself is where, you know, I, I, I don't know. It sounds like I just, my routine. I feel like my routine is my therapy. Like, I got to make sure I'm in it. But the times when I'm low, man, I just, it's different. Sometimes I'll go to the beach and just be and think, be by water, you know, touch some other nature. Um, sometimes I'll need to pick up a book and just get some perspective. You know, right. other times I'll journal and other times I'll go to the studio, you know. Right. So uh, it's just, I have my different forms, you know what I'm saying? But I do meditate a lot and I do, the frequencies help a lot, man. I'm all about the Sophia. I'm all about that shit, so. This episode is brought to you by Goals Activewear. Goals Activewear is a brand that focuses on basketball wear and attire. Goals Activewear popular collection is score society that promotes elite mindsets for athletes and the everyday person. Now, the best part about Goals Activewear is their clothes of quality and it does not shrink. This hoodie that I'm wearing right now is about a 14-ounce hoodie. Really good for the winter season, um, especially if you're done, getting done playing basketball, football, um, and you want something to keep you warm. Goals Activewear has a hoodie for you to take care of all your needs. If you're looking for a gift or you want to remind someone to keep an elite mindset, um, go check out GoalsActiveWear.com. Let's get back to the show. No, yeah. no, no, yeah, I'm, I, I do the same shit, man. Like, I, um, I think, I think that's important just to mm -hmm. tap in with self. Um, I think we got so much outer, outer noise that we, yeah. that we're trying to like get away from, right? Um, especially with the distractions that go on. Mm. Um, but, but no, I mean, I, what you what you doing is definitely is, is a tough is a tough gig. Mm. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you along the way you had people who told you to stop. Mm -hmm. Right, like for sure. Um, how do you handle that? Like, I'm because usually the people who tell you to stop is the people who are close to you, the mm -hmm. people, like the people you love. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't really care about yeah. somebody you don't know or some comment on Instagram. You yeah. just about, you know. So how do you handle that type of stuff? Man, I realize it's like trying to get a girl to change her behaviors. Man, it's just like I can't get them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't get them to understand. Like good luck, <laughs> good luck right? I realize there's nothing I can say for people to change. You know their outlook other than making it. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So I love my family. You know, and they, and they support me. I'm not. They they support the shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they see the, some of the things that happen and they believe in it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But sometimes I think because the positions I'm in financially at times they, they question why. And I'm just like, this is, I have to take these, I have to make the sacrifice at the moment. You know what I'm right. saying? And, you know, thank God they support me, you know, with, with the love and, and shit like that. But even people that doubt me, that's just fuck them. It's the delusion. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I hear it with a grain of salt. I'm not going to react to it. I'll, I'll take whatever you say. But, you know, I'm a, I know what my goals are, you know. Gotcha. And I know where I think I could be. Or no, I know where I could be. That didn't make any sense. I know where I could be. So, mm. yeah. So, what you got coming up? Let us know what you got coming up. Let us know what's the next step. Mm. Um, I mean, you just dropped your EP, so I definitely, like I said, I, I loved it. You know, yeah, I, mean, I appreciate it. Download it myself. Mm. Uh, so yeah, what's the what's the next step for you? I'm trying to I'm trying to figure that out as we speak. Um, yeah. I've been making a lot of records. Uh, I think I do have. I think I'm I'm trying to figure out which way I'm gonna drop because again, you know, being independent, you don't have certain things behind you that could allow you to even strategize a month ahead. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So for me. 
I'm just got to drop more music. So I think my thing is letting shit go. You know, that's been my motto and my mantra is like, let shit go. Yeah. Whether that's emotional, whether that's my music, like, I got to let that shit go. I'm sitting on way too much music. So yeah, for me, I, I, that's, a, that's a good strategy. Right yeah, there. I don't think I'm going to just try to figure out, like, you know, every four song, every four weeks, every four songs, and I think I'm going to start dropping week by week just to mm -hmm. see what sticks, you know, throw shit at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. Well, that's and that's then, the best uh, way to go about it. But I'm getting ready for summertime, man. I know I, I take over in the summer. Like, the last two summers for me have been very progressive. You well, know? What's going on in the summer? We got some yacht parties, bro. Oh, I know, <laughs> man, I just got, I just got, uh, I got some homies that, that go that go crazy in the, in the summertime, you know, some very close friends of mine. So, um, that believe in the music too. So when they're in town and we're going out to the clubs and we're traveling, like they're blasting the music and putting it in places it needs to be. So knowing that, I try to be very intentional. Like this last summer, I was extremely intentional. Even Save It For Me, it was like the third installment of the last two EPs that I dropped, which were In The Streets, the party pack, which is strictly for the clubs, uh -huh. and then In The Streets, the sneaky link side, which is just the B side, you know what I'm saying? And then tying that into Save It For Me, which is like a situation ship gone bad, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So. It, uh, it worked, man. I had my shit playing in, in Penthouse, and I performed in Bootsies, and I was going crazy, so. For those who don't know, that's they are big clubs out here. Yeah, man. no, facts. It was big for me. So this summer, I'm just, I'm, I'm making I'm making a lot of records for this summer. So I know I'm going to probably, in between time, just drop a couple visuals, drop a lot of music, mm -hmm. and then um, the summertime, shit, get ready for that. All right, bro. Well, yeah. uh, we appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Um, let people know where they can find you. Uh, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, at Khalil Simplis, uh, somewhere on here, you know. Yeah, at well, Khalil Simplis, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put it down there. All right, pray facts. Khalil Simplis uh, on all socials, same on all across all socials. My guy. Yeah. All uh, right, that's another episode for Bigger Than Goals podcast. Make yeah. sure you like, uh, what is it, like, share, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe, all of that shit, uh, yeah. All that stuff. Like, oh, share, su subscribe, comment, all the good stuff. Make sure you keep supporting my guy, Khalil Simplis. Vice versa, man. We out, man. man appreciate, appreciate you, man. man. Thank my you guy. Me. Yes, sir.